0: Welcome to Home's Room. Just like homeroom, we start off our day getting together with our homies, swapping stories, even a little kiss and tell action. This podcast contains language not suitable for younger listeners, topics about sex and mental health. Discretion is advised. Our views are our own. Let class begin. Got a, an extra little clip here. Um Caitlin just decided a very good idea. And I'm a I'm gonna give her all of the credit for that one because I didn't think about it. But uh what what do you what do we what are we doing here, Caitlin? So we are here to wish a very
1: sweet, sweet woman who makes the best Christmas quiche, I've been told. <laughs> a very, very happy birthday. And that is the interviewee in this week's episode. Our very own Mama Holmes of the Mom Homes Room podcast, which she's Mama, sorry, not Mama Holmes, she's Mama
0: Faye, Faye, Faye.
1: Faye. yeah, Mama yeah. Faye, Mama yeah. Faye, she's Mama Faye. And um, this is bonus content for this episode. We want to give her a very special shout out and a happy birthday. And all of you need to go show her some love in the comments of this episode or on the Instagram page for this or the Instagram post for this episode um we matt is a genius and uh scheduled this episode that it comes out the week of her birthday so this episode's coming out on monday her uh, her birthday is this thursday so happy 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 birthday mama Faye. um we're so thankful that you sat down and spent some time talking to us and imparted some wisdom uh this is now several weeks later after we actually did the interview that we're sitting here to record this and i will tell you i'm still learning to let stuff go Mm -hmm. But just re-listening to the episode, I'm sure, is going to give me a great sense of peace and, like, a good
0: reminder of,
1: hey, I need to work it out or it's going to work me out.
0: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Happy birthday, Mom. I love you. And, uh, you know, one of those things that, like, came from this is how much you're adored. And I hopefully, you know, you you realize that. And, you know, when I'm a jerk and pick on you, it's because I love you. Happy birthday, Ma. (laughs)
1: happy birthday mama Faye. happy birthday
0: welcome to homes room uh we are recording a special episode um when last you heard us speak uh caitlin who's here with me uh said you know who should interview your mom (laughs) and not in like that way where like maybe we were joking with each other uh uh, so I said fine okay I guess I'll reach out to her if she wants to do it we'll see so I reached out to my mom and as a uh as brave as I am to jump on here she said yeah okay so I said how about you do it at the time where Caitlin and I normally record and <laughs> and we uh we make it an interview and I'll just I'll just kind of sit back and chime in with stories and see where it goes so um yeah, that's what we're doing. Are you excited I for am this? I'm so
1: excited. Season? I've I have heard like obviously nothing but wonderful things about her and like to be uh able to sit down and for this to be part of your uh badass interviews of of women series, I think is super appropriate too cuz that was the brainchild of you
0: and you
1: are her child. So
0: <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said it. I was like, I, I didn't mention that at the beginning, but that is what this is part of is the, uh, badass, you know, boss girls or badass women that, um, I am excited to talk to you for a, uh, myriad reasons because it is number one time, but number two, like I just enjoy giving people a voice. And if I can give people a voice that like, not only deserve it, but kind of don't have, as much respect as they should be given like all the better. And Absolutely.
1: I love that, so, you know, I love it. I'm excited um, to pick your mom's brain. See, so you, you're Matt um, Holmes, this is Holmes room and it's mama Holmes.
0: <laughs> it is. It is. Um, I think that it's going to be a good conversation. Uh, Cause you'll probably learn about me, but also like, I don't know what she's going to say. And as ridiculous as I am, my mom is like kind of even keeled. But still ridiculous in her own right, so like, well, we'll see. I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen. Let's do it. I uh, love it. (laughs) uh, Um, we uh, we got a guest, we got a host, and you know, I think we uh, we ready to let her in and you know, see how this goes. I think
1: so. Let's do it. I don't want to, I don't want to surprise her or anything, just like boo,
0: but. Oh, Mama Holmes. <laughs> you you there?
2: I'm here. You hear me?
0: Maybe.
1: <laughs> what do you mean, baby? I don't know. Yes, what we can next? hear you, Faye. Okay.
0: He's picking on okay. you, I think. <laughs> oh no, I couldn't. She didn't pop up yet. So uh I couldn't. yeah, like I couldn't see her. <laughs> yeah. You guys got lucky, I guess. I don't know. My computer's slow or something. I don't know. Hi mom. Hello. <laughs> how are how are you? Thanks for dinner, by the You're way.
2: You're welcome. Thanks for
1: coming over. Oh, what'd she cook you? Uh,
0: she had she she had ribs on the grill, um, potato salad, which she specially made a second bowl for me without uh without celery because I'm not necessarily a celery fan, and uh, she got a cherry pie for me. But I'm not gonna lie; I feel like she tried to butter me up because she knew this interview was today, and she tried to be extra nice. <laughs>
1: Okay. Well, it sounds like I missed out. With that. <laughs> it sounds like I missed a great um, dinner at the. Uh, um. It sounds like that was awesome. Holy crap, mom! you might have to send me your potato salad recipe. <laughs> oh yeah, <she's> <laughs> I'm hopeless to the kitchen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so mother, this is Caitlin, my co-host. Nice to meet you, Caitlin. Nice Caitlin. to meet you, this too. <laughs> For everybody out there, they waved at each other. This is Faye, my mom, Mama Holmes, as uh, as Caitlin called her, or Faye, whatever you, you wanna, Faye. whatever you want to go. I call her, yeah, I call her Ma. So like she's just Ma to me. So I love it. <laughs> All right, so we got some questions, and I want to ask the first question. Yeah. You so are you ready for some questions? Sure. All right. So the first question is, why why am I your favorite child? Yeah, I was hoping to get that face. <laughs> oh, lord! Right off the bat, would be a spot. <laughs> I'm not expecting to answer it. I know why. I know why. I'm okay. just kidding. I love you, sisters. I love you.
2: I have a fate, a reason for a favorite reason for each one of you. So.
0: What a political answer.
1: Wow. Yeah. (laughs) What a purely political answer. I'm going to have to store that one uh, back in the uh, back in the back of my head. And I'm going to need that someday in my arsenal with my Because I have one boy, one girl, and I'm going to tell them all the time. You're my favorite daughter, Ava. (laughs) You're my favorite son. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Exactly. All right. See? And now you see where I get it. I love it. It's great. Uh, Automatically can Mm. tell. So. Thank you so much for being open and willing to sit down and do this, Faye. I think it's wonderful. And the support that you've given Matt while he's been cranking out episodes and um, definitely launching into a new project that has put both of us outside of our comfort zones. Uh, thank you so much for willing to be a part of that. Um, for our listeners, please introduce yourself. Like, what are the things that are grossly important? for you to communicate to our listeners about who you are.
2: Um first of all, uh let me just say family. Um my family is very important to me. Um they're my lifeline and I couldn't do it without them. Each one of them brings a different special uh meaning to my life. So, um that is my first and foremost um characteristic. Um second of all, um, my faith. Um and I won't go into a whole lot of that because but it's <laughs> it's it's my say it actually should be my first, but um and then just life, living my life and um keeping it real and keeping it calm and um
1: Ooh. Those are like two, in my world, those are two mm-hmm. contradicting things. How do you keep it real and keep it calm? Please teach me no. your ways. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the best way to do both is to just relax and not let anything bother you. It's Tomorrow's going to come no matter what. And it may be whatever happened today may be behind you tomorrow or it may be there tomorrow too but when it gets if you get to tomorrow and it's there you deal with it the same way you dealt with it today
1: tomorrow's problem (laughs) i wish that would help (laughs) me with two teething tiny humans right now but (laughs) that is today tonight and tomorrow's problem (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: Um, i can i can only say that it gets better it gets easier they get as they get to be more independent, it gets a lot easier. I used to call them low maintenance and high maintenance. So
1: low maintenance and high maintenance. I'm already starting to see some of that with my toddler. She is a chip off the old block. I have met my match, Faye. <laughs> she <laughs>
2: they are challenging and the thing is they learn stuff that you never would have dreamed.
1: What would be something that you would want to, what's something you'd want to tell somebody that might be on the fence about having kids someday?
2: Um, can I repeat that again? Yeah. I having- You're totally <laughs> fine. Here, so.
1: What is something that you would like to say to somebody who might be on the fence about having kids someday? Because that's a real thing that my I feel like people my age and maybe younger too are starting to really see, think seriously about. So, what would you tell somebody about?
2: Um, I would kind of, I would probably advise them or encourage them to look inside themselves and see if they're ready to if they're willing and ready to give pieces of themselves away. Because that's what you're going to be doing. Um, and then if that's not a question, and until you can answer that question with, I guess, not, not a definite yes, but, you know, you feel that you can you can do that, then there, there's a possibility, a strong possibility, then you're ready. But if not, take your time.
1: Take your time, folks. Don't get knocked <laughs> up exactly a month after you get married. <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but if you do, it's not a different thing. The thing mm-hmm. is that when I um knew that it that, that it was a very real thing that I was going to be responsible for this this little human being, and I can tell you now, I brought her home from the hospital, and I laid her in the middle of the bed, and I looked, and I was like, "What do I do with it?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so but it just two weeks later it was just everything was flowing so Mm -hmm. it doesn't you know it doesn't take a long time you know you have that mom instinct in you you have that parental instinct in you and it 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 just if you just relax like I said because everything in my life is about relax um
1: man we need to keep (laughs) we need to keep (laughs) fake coming around I need more of that energy I tell you what (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> then yeah, and i it just it, things just started to flow and, and i looked around hey i'm doing this so
1: i tell um the ladies at daycare where my kids go cuz they get so panicked if they've like um there's a kid who's a biter and they keep beating themselves Ooh. up when this kid keeps biting other kids and i'm like everybody's just trying to do the best that they can like you're not going to catch 100% of the things all the time. It's okay. Like it's no sweat off your back. And that's really, And uh, they're younger girls. So I said, that's the secret of parenthood is nobody knows what the heck that they're doing. We're all just trying to make <laughs> the best choices that we can with the information that we have at the time. And it's okay if Preach. we fail. <laughs> I'm going to go and back and rewatch that next time. I'm beating myself up about failing.
2: <laughs> the thing is, kids Good. are resilient. They adjust to whatever this is what there is and that's what they're gonna learn and that's what they're gonna get used to and that's what they're gonna follow through and follow into and um and that's the other thing is that's why you have to kind of be careful because you're shaping a little human being so Mm -hmm.
1: absolutely and it's funny that you bring up the word resilient because right before this interview I asked Matt What are three words that you would describe, you would use to describe your mom? And resilient was one of them. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So what, (laughs) (laughs) so do you, is that something that you, is that how you see yourself?
2: Um, yeah, I, I see myself as, I mean, what's going to come is going to come and how you react to it is going to determine how you get through it. And so it's not, the end of the, I, I take it's not the end of the world. I take everything as it's not the end of the world because tomorrow is going to be a different day, and like two weeks from now, I won't even, you know, it may not, I may not <laughs> even think about it. So, and here I am past it and moving on. So,
1: man, you got grounded energy, Faye. I like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, and
2: that's,
0: <laughs> that's one of those things for me. Like I said, it always throws me off because, like, I'm super laid back and i i get it from both parents but like you know when you have when you grow up with people that are just like whatever like we'll figure it out you know it's hard to grow up being you know so worried and concerned about everything because like it's just a problem that needs solved if i can't solve it today i'm gonna solve it tomorrow if i can't solve it tomorrow i will they'll be there
2: until i figure it out or it'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll, either i'll wear it out or it'll wear, wear me out
1: so oh mm. Either it'll wear me, or I'll wear it out, or it will wear me out. I'm going to repeat that. Instagram posts. I'm, <laughs> I'm writing that down, Faye. You think I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> well.
0: It'll wear... Oh, go so, ahead, sorry. So how is this going for you so far, Mom? You, uh, you, you enjoying your time here?
2: I am. I'm not a little less nervous than I was while I was sitting here waiting, so... <laughs>
0: I told you. I told you earlier. I said the most nervous part for me is when I'm sitting here waiting for somebody to check into the lobby, and then once the conversation starts flowing, and you pop on, and it's like, oh, it's just a conversation. And it's been 13 minutes and 51 seconds since we started recording, so a little bit less than that since you started recording, and you're still here. You haven't ran away yet.
2: And I, you know what? I thought about what would happen. <laughs> I
0: did
2: think about.
1: I would laugh so Faye my next question for you do you have a lesson that you wish that you had learned earlier in life where you finally learned it you finally learned it but you were like I would have saved myself a lot of grief if I had learned this earlier
2: probably one of the main things would be just don't sweat the little stuff just.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, at what whenabouts did you learn that finally and start to putting it into put it into practice in your life?
2: I believe that would probably be when I had three
0: teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man!
2: Very different, very different teenagers that you I had to learn. You know individual differences and what this one, you know, been um, sorted out, and it's kind of like those three section laundry baskets. You kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, just learning to to, and then that carried over into seeing other individuals, yeah, um, as who they are and as different and. You know, learning to appreciate their differences and work with their differences and not let it, you know, um, not get uptight about, because it's not me. It's not my way. Um, that everybody's different and everybody's, so yeah, that's pretty much one of the things that, you know, because Matt will probably tell you that um a little bit. Of a perfectionist, um, and I like I I'm a, I'm a creature of habit, so I like everything the same way every time, and um, and so that all that has also helped me to to let go of those kinds of things, and just you know, okay, well, it wasn't the way I would have done it, but it worked, so it's okay.
0: So what you're saying is you learn to give up control?
2: Pretty what? much crazy. Pretty much. <laughs> I have, you guys have taught me that. It took me a long time to learn that, to to let them be adults because eventually you're not going to be there. Um, they're going to be out on their own and you can't control them from where you are if they're way over there. So um, any the other thing is just relaxing because every time, and I'll tell you, every time I worry they do something to show me there was no need to worry. So, and I just kind of have to learn from that. And that it, that it, it, I mean, carries over into how you interact with the world in general. So
1: oh, man, she's dropping all kinds of nuggets. I'm like, I should just <laughs> be taking notes the whole time. Oh my goodness. Okay. So can you tell us a little bit what it was like having three teenagers?
2: Um, it was different. It was challenging. It was fun. Um, I loved watching them, and you know what they're gonna do next, and just see them do amazing things that amaze me. And you know, um, not having to worry about did they get what I taught them? Did they did they use what I taught them? Um, they always showed me that they do. So, What's the age um,
1: difference between all three of them?
2: Um, Five years between the first two and three years between the la- the second two and Matt's the youngest.
1: You were all spread out in those teenage years. Hey, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh,
2: <wow. laughs> um, the other thing that helped a lot was living in a house where my room was on this side of the house and <laughs> the other side of the house.
1: Noted oh, for floor plans, too. Okay. Right.
2: So, if you ever, you know, when you get to have teenagers, you might think about that.
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, What is it like watching Matt grow up and have daughters of his own?
2: Um, I hadn't really thought about before when he was, you know, becoming a young adult I hadn't really pictured him married and or having children and so um I just I think I kind of knew that he would be a good dad because he's always just been really smart he's been um (laughs) easygoing and he was just he was a very easygoing you know teenager as well. Um, a little mischievous, but <laughs> what what <laughs> boy is it? So. <laughs> um and uh just watching him, you know, basically you just sit and watch, you just you watch and if you have to learn not to give any input unless it's asked for. Ooh. That is a, that's another little nugget there for you.
1: <laughs> Faye, I got some family members <laughs> that I need you to teach that to. <laughs>
2: yeah. you, have, you have to trust that you raise them right, and that you know they're going to use the you know what you gave them, and they they will show you that they do. So
1: awesome. Um,
2: but watching them as a dad now, I think sometimes it's amazing because. I grew up my dad was not he was just maybe twenty-five percent playful, seventy-five percent stern. So um just watching watching that with his his girls, um it's a it's a lot more playful, you know, uh loving kind of interaction. Um but yet it's total line. So. <laughs> so, it's a good combination. It's a good mix. I think so.
0: Do you agree with that, Matt? Uh, I do. Uh I think if anything has come from this podcast, it's, like, that thing where I am regimented, I am, like, disciplined in a lot of ways, but also, like, I want to have fun, and I've said it enough times, like, I fucking love my daughters, and I want them to know that I was there for them, and that I was showed up, and I was present, and they think back to their, you know, their, like, childhood, and the first thing that comes to their mind is, friggin' dad, <laughs> like, that's what I want, so... <laughs>
2: I think you'll get
1: that. <laughs> So, Faye, part of this interview is this uh, Boss Babe series that Matt is doing, where we are making sure that we are um, giving strong women the opportunity to have a voice, be interviewed, give us little gold nuggets. And I wanted to ask you specifically about um, times in your life when there were other women who supported you when you needed it the most, and the importance of community over competition. Do you have any advice for other young women like myself about why we should be taking every opportunity to support community over competition?
2: Absolutely. Um, Definitely. I am not the competitive type. I kind of know who I am I know that I'm smart I know that I'm good at whatever I, you know I so I don't need to compete um and you're not going to find if there's has got any inkling of competition going on you're going to find me moving away from stepping back and you know if that's how you have to do it that's fine um but also I support you in whatever you do I hope that you have success because we all, you know, we're in this together and we should all, you know, succeed. Um, and there shouldn't be any, um, reason to resent someone else because they get farther along than you or that you, because you have to have that confidence in yourself. So when you have that confidence in yourself, then it becomes very easy to support someone else and to be happy for them when they, you know, good things happen and, you know, to feel, um, not bad for them but to feel, you know, uh caring, to care that, well this didn't go right and I'm sorry that, you know, uh it didn't work out for you, but you know what? You gotta move on to the next big thing. You can't look back. That's that's in the past, that's gone. Let's move forward. You know, figure out what's next, what's next, what's next. So um and just encourage you, you know, you gave this a try, you know, it, it, maybe there were a few glitches, but what do you learn from it? And I, I one of the other things that I've learned is to figure out what I'm supposed to learn from it. So.
0: Question, question. Uh, can you let everybody know how many sisters you have? So you grew up with, you know, a, 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 uh, Support system when of women. So let everybody know how many sisters you have. I have
2: seven sisters.
0: Faye. How many? And how I many? Four brothers. Yeah.
1: How... Oh lord.
2: So I have eleven 11 yeah. sisters. I mean, eleven siblings. So, and yeah. there was always one for all and all for one. We were, you know, I'm very low in the pecking order. So, but I was just. <laughs> Very content to sit back. You guys lead; I'll follow. I'll be fine. So,
1: so you're one of the younger's, one of the younger of the eleven.
2: Number, I'm number nine of twelve.
1: Okay. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. So with that, I think you know there's certain a certain level of like support where like you already have a gang of people behind you coming up saying nah, you got this. I got your back or don't be picking on my little sister. So, you know, growing up in an environment where I had a ton of cousins, I had a ton of aunts and uncles and, you know, family that's extended and this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, they're a Southern family at that. So, you know, it's, it's thick as thieves and this blood's thicker than water, like all of those things. So when you grow up in that environment, it's, I think it's hard for people to grow up and be like, I'm not going to support people. So what do you think? Does that, did that play a part in your ability to like see and support people? The fact that you, you know, had a, a lot of people around you already supporting? Yeah,
2: I think so. Um, I had, well, and I'm not, I'm not going to say which sisters, but, um, there were two of my sisters were my mentors from the time I was in junior high all the way through college. And even now, so um they taught me incredible things that has helped shape me into who i am um in my personal life and my you know educationally um professionally and um so that support was you know incredibly a good launch into life for me growing up so Um, and then, you know, all of my siblings have always been, you know, um, supportive and helpful with anything. I I could go to any one of them at any time with any problem and, um, they would help and they, you know, in whatever way they could without question, without, you know, so, um, having that, yeah, having that family, that, that, that group behind you yes that has that is definitely
1: what an um, insane support system that many siblings in your corner uh, that's yeah. incredible
2: and and we still do with you know um we uh we get together once a month over zoom because everybody's in different places around the country so it's kind of something that um i guess we all look forward to every month um but and we just did it yesterday so um and as soon as we were ending that siblings that weren't they were able to make it into the, the meeting um boom called me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I still talk to them you know uh offline
1: so. they were missing you too That's awesome yeah so what did you or what do you do professionally Faye
2: I am a physical therapist of 20 years, 23 years I've been a physical therapist. I've been on the same job for 19 years.
1: Okay. Can you, can you get a little bit more specific about physical therapy and what it is for our listeners that may not know?
2: Um, yes. So physical therapy is a, a clinical practice where we work with people to, um, get them. People who have lost their function because of illness, such as strokes and um, diseases like Parkinson's and uh, uh, multiple sclerosis and other neurological head injuries, you know, um, spinal cord injuries, different things that will cause, cause you to lose function, mobility, and strength. And so what we do is through clinical practice, we you know, rehab, rehabilitate them um, to be able to go on and function, you know, in their homes independently as much as possible. Um, and uh, using whatever aids that they need, um, We we seek to make them as independent. So able to use the least restrictive aid that they can use, such as Say a cane, well, a walker of a wheelchair, a cane over a walker, um, whatever will make them the most independent um, and able to, you know, go back to their homes and live and, you know, function both in their homes and in the community. So,
1: And you've done that for how many years? 20 something? For
2: 20, 23 years. It'll be 23 years.
1: 23 years. I have bet you have been able to make some magic and make some people heal them help heal them
2: I yeah i i kind of don't like to toot my own horn but um <laughs> i am very it's, i do get very excited when i see someone who came to be like this and now they're like this and it's like in you know um in my mind it's like i did that but i just try to Keep
1: it low key so you did that though
0: you should be celebrating
2: i like for them them to think that they did more than i did
0: okay so this is where i get my mentality on this from when i when i coach skaters i would tell them all the time and they're like i if, if it wasn't for you i wouldn't be able to do this and i'm sure she gets it all the time where it's like my feet aren't in your skates i can't make you do that thing and i think we we both kind of share that like I'm just facilitating and, you know, giving you the exercises. It's up to you to do them and to, to continue to do them. And I think that's where I get that like student teacher vibe from is because I watched her do it for so long and, you know, shout out to Howard. You know, I, I watched her be a student and, you know, fight through school to make it as a mom of three teenagers and, uh, you know, watched her start her career and, you know, start from, you know, what, like you started when, before we even moved to Kansas, right? You started when you were still in
2: the year that we moved to Kansas, I graduated from PT school. Uh, So, but it's it's just, that's awesome. That was a very, he was very instrumental in my education because Uh he used to let me use him as a guinea pig practice (laughs) on. So Uh, I've always,
0: I've always been brave. I've always been brave.
1: Oh my goodness! And why did you decide to go through PT school?
2: Um, partially because of the influence of my sister. Um, her seeing how what things interested me, and when I was, you know, going through like junior high and high school, um, she was like, I, "You would probably be um really interested if you went to physical therapy," and so um i did took me a while but i did um uh, i finally got you know into into school um and it, it just so she was my biggest influence and also one of my brothers um was born with a physical um disability and so it was always me like when all the others you know would go off and they go on these hikes and they go you know to the and he wasn't able to walk as as well as everybody else I'm just going to say um and sometimes I'd just stay behind and you know so he'd have somebody he wouldn't be there sitting all alone and he'd have somebody um so he was also part of you know what prompted me to to going to physical therapy.
1: That's amazing. So And you so you were going through PT school with three teenagers?
2: I was, yes. Oh Lord. It it wasn't well, and they, you know, it wasn't because they were good kids. So um oh oh, I thought they were good kids. I hear the stories now (laughs) that I didn't know about
1: Oh man.
2: Yeah, so it kind of, it, it it's, you know, it's a shock some of, when I hear some of these stories that I, I never knew happened um, until they're old enough to tell me because I can no longer, you know, <laughs> punish or...
1: <laughs> Discipline. <laughs> or so, so when you're going through PT, you've seen stroke injuries, head injuries, spinal injuries, things of that nature. Um, what is... Something that, like, I know that most nurses who have seen compound fractures and things like that are like, I will never let my children have a trampoline. What is, I have, oh gosh, <laughs> oh man, um, what are, what's something that you are like super convicted because you've seen injuries or you've seen what something can do the types of injuries that can happen to somebody, whether it be stroke, whether it be a spinal injury. Um, I'm thinking like taking better care of your health earlier on, maybe what are some things or what are some things to avoid because of the injuries that you have seen in your 23 years of physical therapy? Um, I think the
2: biggest thing is like really really think about the risk think about i mean the here and the now is going to be fun to do this right now but what could be on this side you know of of and what is that risk um even for stroke i mean stress deal with stress in your life. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I mean, you know, don't let it consume you. Don't, uh, don't, uh, how would I say? Just don't be one big ball of stress. Um, Take some time and relax for yourself. Breathe, you know, sit down for even five minutes. Um, I used to go lock myself in the bathroom a lot. When I, when they were teenagers. So, Although they stick notes under the door, but.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. (laughs) They
2: slide notes under the door. So, but just take a few minutes and, you know, as much as you can decompress and then get back out there. Um, But also just um, exercise. Keep moving. Take care of yourself. Um, and anytime anything feels off, don't shrug it off. Investigate it.
1: Okay. I like it. Um, Kind of switching gears here. What is something that you hope for your granddaughters when they grow up?
2: Well, I hope that they can be independent women. I hope that they can know that their individuality, their strengths um they can do anything that they put their heads to do, not to let someone tell you you can't do it because you're a woman um be strong, you know take take it in stride and if it just know when to walk away from it. Um but uh pursue your dreams. Just whatever it may be. Yeah, I mean I, I it took me long it took me as long as it did for me to become a physical therapist. Um let's see I was in school nine years including PT. wow so well with some, you know with three teenagers you're mm-hmm. not going full time to school. You're you know um, and, uh, so, but you can do anything. I, I hope that they can excel and know their intelligence and that they're smart and they're already showing that. I think they're farther ahead than I was at their age. I always have parents that encouraged me. They encouraged all of us academically, so. Um, regardless of you know financial hardship you know um, distance you can you know if your school is if you want to go to school way over here then go for it it's you know nothing I mean to for them to know the things that aren't totally limiting
1: for mm-hmm. them
2: um and and dream big
1: oh I got a feeling that that might already be happening and Mm -hmm. I hope it just
2: continues (laughs) (laughs)
1: absolutely can you tell us about your parents Faye
2: um yes my father was um an industrial real estate uh and he worked in Times Square New York really um Yes. And so, um, and my mother was a private nurse for, um, and so she worked in New York, you know, as well. Um, she was born in Atlanta. We, my siblings and I all were born in North Carolina. Um, and our parents were, they were very, very adamant about education. You, I mean, if you were sick, you got up and you didn't feel well, they'd tell you go to school, and if you don't feel good, call me, and I'll come get you But go to school <laughs> started out by going to school, and most of the time you went to school and you stayed all day and you didn't have to call um and so um they encouraged us just to to go as far as you can um and whatever. The, you know, we'll deal with obstacles. We'll deal with, uh, whatever we have to deal with, but if it's for you, then it's going to happen. Um, and, um, so they were very family oriented. So they, you know, they made sure that we stuck up for each other, that we, you know, um, we were, you know, kept that tight, close knit, Um, fabric in our family. Um, And neither one of them, they were both, neither one of them went beyond high school in education. So um, that probably is, you know, another reason why they were so, um, they pushed us so hard academically. that.
1: We've kind of talked about it uh in a past episode about education and um we've talked about student loans and the av- availability of education. Um do you think that formal education is maybe not what it used to be or what are your thoughts on on uh college degrees versus real world experience? Um
2: unfortunately to as far I mean Based on my observation, in this the world that we live in now, college education is, you know, it's gonna take you farther than uh, you're gonna go without it. But if you are enterprising, if you are a person who will go for what you want, um, and it can be done, and it just it it's all inside of you. So. Um, that's up to you, college education, or or get right out there. Either way, if you got that drive, and you, you know. Um, the story that I used to always tell my kids is that um, and my dad told me the story about um uh, a man was sitting on the bank of a river, and a young man came along. He was a very successful um, um rich man and this young man came along and, and sat next to him and asked him, um, what's the secret to your success? And the man just got up, walked down into the river, and he went in waist deep and he came down. He summoned the guy to come down to him. And the guy walked into the water and stood next to him and he pushed him down up under the water. And he held him for a couple of couple seconds and then he let him up. And he's like, what, why didn't he push him down again? And he held him, and he said, he came up and he said, what is wrong with you? And he said, when you want that breath of, when you want success, as much as you want that breath of air, you'll get it.
1: Oh, I think we might have our clip for the episode. That's really (laughs) good. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. So the only that's
2: kind of what they, they what they encouraged in us so
1: that is outstanding and instantly what goes into into my brain is when i was in college me and all my friends would say when we're as excited to see a man as we are the cheese dip and margaritas at mexican for dinner then we'll we'll know whether we're ready to marry and that's <laughs> right <laughs> it it's not the same thing but that's instantly what popped into my brain
0: <laughs> so i i love that and i think that that is uh i mean not where i was going to go with it caitlin but um i appreciate that what i remember uh, us having to do and this is you know kind of where success is breeded is every morning when we brush our teeth we used to have a um a cutout printed out sheet of paper that said good better best never let it rest until your good is better and your better is best yeah i remember that used to make me say it every morning it was before school so and that is that is the mentality that i've i've carried because that's what i mean yeah so you know always always striving to be better
2: absolutely
1: i love it oh my goodness i um where? What do you want for yourself in the next five years?
2: In the next five years, I want to retire. <gasps> <Yes. laughs> yeah. yes. That is what I'm looking forward to, and I'm I'm, I'm kind of the, I mean, I want to retire, but I don't want to retire because I'm doing what I do. Um, I feel like I'll miss doing what I do, so I'm kind of, and that's why it. It's not happening for me because I can't make up my mind. I kind of mm-hmm. mess up. Um, but I would like to be able to pursue some things that um, are more for my personal um, enjoyment.
1: Would you ever so. consider writing a book?
2: Um, I don't know about a Look, I, I, every once in a while, I have this urge to write maybe an article. Ooh. Not,
1: not a
0: book.
1: So we get her hooked um, up with a blog, Matt.
0: Yeah, we should. That would be fun. I
1: gotta tell you, I think you have a very unique perspective about having so many siblings, having a support system like that, and I'm sure, Faye, you got some great stories of growing up in a house full of. Eleven oh, yeah. other siblings,
2: yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. mischievous stuff, and you know, um, especially brothers, older brothers, because all but uh-huh. one are older than me. So, um, but
1: which, just, if know, I could, great, role model, yeah, I so. believe it. Yeah, what's your what's the age difference between you and the oldest?
2: Um, fourteen. Okay.
1: Years. I've got 12 years between me and my brother, so I kind of, he's always more of like a second dad, maybe <laughs> probably won't agree <laughs> with that, but I just saw him. I don't know. Um, maybe that's just our family dynamic too, but okay. 14 years.
2: Yeah, actually, There are 20 between the oldest and
1: the youngest. Oh, your mother. Uh,
2: and I, yes. I had babies. Your
1: mother is an angel. I did too, and I was like, "Nope, mm -mm. can't do it."
2: Yeah, I know. It had to be Matt because we wanted—I wanted a girl and a boy—and I got two girls, and I there—I was not accepting. So he's my miracle (laughs) child because I was not having with a boy, (laughs) and I got my boy. So
1: I love it. Um. And oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you see the younger generation, and you see how much in a hurry we are, and how much we want to, you wish we could slow down. I, Faye, I had somebody the other day. We are still dealing with some of my dad's estate stuff, and I have I have a bill on his estate that I need to pay, and I yeah. <laughs>
2: And, um, but yeah, just, and, and you're going to get there. Just don't be, it's not going to happen overnight. It never happened overnight for anybody. Hard work, you know, maybe it did, but guess what? How much more do you appreciate (laughs) where you got? Or, I mean.
1: It never happened overnight for anybody. I needed to talk to you right now, Faye. I gotta tell you.
2: Well then
0: you know what it I doesn't love?
2: happen overnight for most of us, put it that way. I wouldn't say anybody
0: she has students uh she's one of those like medical professionals that has students, and uh I think that the, that was a perfect question for her simply because I know that she shares that sentiment a lot where she's like, man, I just wish these students would like calm down they come out of you know school expecting that they know everything, and then it's like you don't know mm-hmm. half of what you need to know to to be doing this every day and that's that's people's lives you're playing with and i think that like i said that's a good question to ask and i think the mentality of like you're never done learning is absolutely true because you're never done i'm
2: not not done learning even in my profession of physical therapy i google a lot so (laughs) (laughs) trust me i google a lot they taught me how to Google, and that was one thing I learned that's been so valuable to me. So,
1: oh my goodness, that is funny. So see, they
2: well, I don't Google a lot, but I Google often.
1: Teaching and learning all of the time, and I also
2: But also learn to learn to recognize what you can learn from someone who's a little more experienced. Yes, mm-hmm. you were a great student, you had 4.0 GPA, and you know a lot of stuff, but it isn't all. And that's what I tell my, it's not all book learning. People are not textbooks, people are humans, and everybody's body's different, and everybody's thinking is different. And the textbook is only going to take you but so far. So, and this person who's been doing it 20 years, and you're just now, you haven't even been doing it 20 days. So, Think about what you could learn from this person. You know, don't be so eager to to get out there and, you know, and, and it's always good because employers always want you, to you know, they want you to come in there with confidence, knowing, you know, I know this, I have this education, I know this and I can, but I'm never going to put anybody out there and just turn them loose and okay, here, you're out there, go do it. Observe, you know, learn. Even I like when my teacher when my students teach me something.
0: I love it. So, hey, 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 Caitlin, that's that thing where we you're like, hey, old dinosaurs. Maybe I have information too. I'm not saying she's an old dinosaur. I'm saying that other people are old dinosaurs. <laughs> I would never call you old, right? Say so we've talked.
1: It was a prior conversation where we talked about how I work in a very male-dominated field, and then. I feel that I have maybe been uh, treated differently because of my gender working in law enforcement, which is a very male dominated field. But then there's also a fun um, being treated maybe differently as well because of my age. And my snappy response has always been, "Okay, well, I was in second grade when you graduated the police academy. And also when you don't need to explain to you what Facebook or Reddit is so that we can all do our job, then we can talk about. me leaving (laughs) so all right spur of the moment last question because we are unfortunately nearing the end of our of our interview here um i have to believe that in your 23 years of physical therapy you have experienced clients who um are experiencing a mental block where you know they can do something and maybe they just don't believe in themselves even if it's not necessarily um pt related Um, I think mental blocks can happen anywhere and everywhere. Um, do you have any advice for those of us who are nervous to dream, nervous to uh, push ourselves further or nervous to just like take that scary leap? Um, because we have a mental block. Um, yeah,
2: that's a tough one. Um, you know what you know and you know what you've, you know, what you've learned and what you've taught, you know, been taught, um, figure out a way to use it. You out the best way to use it. Um, and if you don't, I mean, jump, get out there, but don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for advice. Don't be afraid to ask someone how they're feeling about what you're doing. Um, you know, and just, just, you know, know who you're dealing with. Observe, be observant. Um, definitely be observant and learn people's ways. And you know, um, and just if you if you if it doesn't work, um, then it didn't work. But you get another mm-hmm. chance. So the next time, figure out what could I have done better. Always ask stuff what could I have? Done and it's better? not. Even when you've done the most magnificent thing, how could I have done it better though?
1: It's not failure, it's a lesson, right, Bay.
2: <laughs> yeah. like, it's it's life is a learning. It, it's 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 learn it's about learning. So
0: every day is a class. Every day is a class. It's almost like we have it as a tagline at the end of our Absolutely. episodes. <laughs> and that's what she said there in Holmes Room. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us, Faye. I really appreciate you taking time to answer questions and entertain us and be a part of our uh badass women, boss babe, uh interview series. And it absolutely, as soon as Matt said, I don't know, maybe my mom, I said, Yes, please ask her, ask her. I'd love to talk to her. <laughs> uh-uh.
2: <laughs> yeah, Matt and I, we have some pretty deep conversations off and on, so um, I kind of appreciate it. Sometimes I feel like just dropping by his house because I'm ready for a conversation. <laughs> but I mean, he's recommended books, and we've talked. You know, we've had some great, you know, you know, hey, read this book, and then we'll discuss it. And we, I mean, just some great discussions with things like that. And it's just, it, 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 you know, I. Couldn't ask for a better son. I
0: couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even pay her to say that. I didn't even pay her to say that.
2: No, it's it's nice when you can when you can relate that way with your with your children. So, uh,
0: all right, I know you said last question, but I got one question that I wanted to ask you, and it's on the air, so you you have to answer honestly. What's the most important or biggest thing that I've taught you, mom?
2: Hmm. Um, I don't know, son. I just, I, I You've taught me so many things. Um, probably. Um, just to take it easy. I don't know. I just, I really don't know. I don't. You stumped
1: her on the last way. one,
0: Matt. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> what I was hoping to do. And then next time now we talk, she's like, "I got an answer yes, for that yes, question."
2: I don't have to think about that. I, yeah. yeah
0: well i appreciate you coming on mom i love you and mm-hmm. i brag about you on here all the time so
2: oh okay well i you all the time <laughs> 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 and um to let go yesterday um i was telling um your aunt charlotte my sister um she, you know because they always want to know you know what's going on with everybody and um I was telling her that um you now have a blog of uh, podcast and she goes that Matt, he don't let no grass grow under his feet. So <laughs> <laughs> I think she was asking about um I think your your helmet painting or whatever no, yeah she was asking about your your you know your business dealings and I said well he's got a podcast right now so
1: and she's like, yeah, he don't let no, grass no grab. Uh, all right. That's my last one. Bam. Right now. I'm down too.
0: <laughs> good, better, best. Never let it rest. I'm sorry. I don't know who taught me that, but, uh, yeah, some, some lady. Yeah, she's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Yep. Well, again, thank you for being here. Thank you, Caitlin, for, you know, hosting this episode and interviewing my mom and, uh, I hope everybody enjoys it. I hope everybody learned something because like we say, every day is a class. Absolutely.
2: Well, it was nice talking to you guys.
0: Thank you, Faye. The bell is about to ring. If you want to drop us a voice message or simply ask a question, you can do that by clicking the link in the show notes below. Be sure to leave us a five-star review. It helps more people find us. Theme music by Kinsey. More music available on Spotify. Remember, every day is a class. Go learn something.